Hello, and welcome to How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. I'm your host, Megan Thompson, licensed clinical professional counselor and registered play therapist supervisor. We at MTC teach parents how to eliminate the daily meltdown and shutdown cycle for your sensitive children and teens. Highly sensitive children make up 15 to 20% of the population, according to research that has been gathered for over a century. And this podcast answers one question. How can you raise emotionally intelligent children, stop walking on eggshells, and help your child express their needs safely without punishments, yelling, or coddling. If you wanna know the answer, you're in the right place. Okay, here we are, we're live. Welcome, welcome. We're bringing Carissa here, everybody, for her experience. And what we're gonna talk about is how she totally changed the dynamic in her household, she and her husband, with their two highly sensitive kids. And so, Carissa, go ahead and tell everybody who's listening um, a little bit about yourselves, where, um, and and one of the the biggest results that you got in terms of working with us. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, So excited to be here, um, everyone. Um, As Megan said, Jimmy and I, my husband, signed up for Megan's course just really at a pivotal moment in our family's journey in terms of wanting to have some sort of um, structure without feeling every moment of every day waking up. Oh my gosh, I have an anxiety attack just waking up of how is the day going to go? Who's going to be upset? Who's going to um Just really not the energy we wanted in our household. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I was also a highly sensitive child. I'm a highly sensitive person. Um, I communicate with spirits for a living. So my threshold for sensitivity is through the roof. And <laughs> um, it's, it's not a surprise that our, you know, our two children are also highly sensitive um, mm-hmm. in completely different ways as well. So you have me extremely highly sensitive, two highly sensitive, but in different way children. My husband who, is highly sensitive, but he still is in slight denial about this about himself, <laughs> um, which is okay, totally okay. Um, but when you know, it was such a beautiful thing for him to get on board and just be like, you know what, we need to change, and totally more of my thing. So for him to get on board, it was really a beautiful transitional moment for our family, and I think the. Mm. Big- or it's not the biggest, but one of the biggest takeaways from being in your amazing program was empowerment that mm-hmm. Jimmy each felt individually, but then also coming together mm-hmm. as parents, but also as a couple and yeah. partner. So, um, you know, and I think you do such a beautiful job of really highlighting that yes, our children are having some of these challenges, but it's really up to us as their caregivers and parents to um, empower ourselves with knowledge and different tools, especially if something is not working. So that was definitely one of the biggest things that Mm -hmm. enormous for us. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's describe, let's get more specific about that, right? Because, you know, what, what were the challenges that you were having that were leaving you feeling disempowered as parents in your household? Um, definitely the disconnect between the two of us being completely two different people who process things in different ways. Um, <laughs> he, he more wanting to, you know, these are the rules, this is the structure, this is it. And, you know, yeah. This is just the way things happen. And very yes. much, you know, outcome driven. Yeah. And, and we're a product of the environment that we're raised in. And it's not a negative or a positive. It just is what it is. So, this is what it is. Exactly. Um, so his mindset of, you know, if he comes home from work and I'm frazzled, I'm ex- uh, I mean, he can read my energy immediately and, you know, you walk in and you just see that face and him wanting to help mm-hmm. and then try to help. I would cut, not shut him down, but like, why are you doing that? Like, it's this isn't helpful. 
this is just making it worse, even though you're trying to help. And so I think we both felt disempowered by us both wanting to help each other, help our children and all Mm -hmm. of us just of like running the circle constantly, (laughs) like flailing around, like, what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, him with that mindset and then me at the end of the day, just be completely, completely deflated. Mm-hmm. So just not having energy to really want that, not want it, but just like, I don't need that extra time with you right now. Cause I just want to go crawl in a corner and be left alone. Right? I am sucked dry. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I love yeah. you. I yeah. really just go over there for a minute. Right. Um, Nothing left to give. Feeling good for me either. So it's just this, no cycle that no one really wanted to be in and wanting mm-hmm. to, to get out of it for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely yeah on that energy and they're like okay mom and dad don't really know what's going on so right. and that leaves them feeling uncertain and mm-hmm. and um probably at some point not secure um not intentionally by us but i'm assuming right. that's felt for them at times right because if 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 they don't know if you don't if you guys don't know what's going to happen next mm-hmm. <laughs> and what you're going to do next <laughs> and how you're interacting with with each other and, and aren't on the same page then the children feel lost mm-hmm. right absolutely mm-hmm. so along those lines why was it so important for you to address it at that point right so you guys finished in june so if i want to do the math right um april is when we got we first got started or something like that? It was right after the kids, after the pandemic with the kids, and then they kind of sent them home to do remote yeah. for the remainder of the year. So, it, you know, we signed up right prior to that, but it kind mm-hmm. of happened back to right moment. Yeah. Of, um, but it was very important, I think, at that particular moment as that Jimmy and I both came together and made a conscious decision that mm-hmm. we family dynamic mm-hmm. different for all of us and mm-hmm. really wanting to feel empowered mm-hmm. to, to wake up knowing that however the day is going to happen like we have the tools and we have this and yeah. even if it be a challenging day um we're not only going to get through it but mm-hmm. we're going to learn a lesson or we're going to be able to communicate with one another um in a way that's impactful and lasting. And mm-hmm. kids are now, I mean, they're going to be seven and nine, but when we signed up, it was a year ago and we just felt what a great age right before, you know, pre-puberty years with, with two girls and yeah. hormones and <laughs> really just wanting to get, um, things to where we could communicate about emotions, behavior, Mm -hmm. you know, if something's not acceptable, how can we then do something in a way that's going to help us in the future or help Mm us tomorrow tomorrow even of, you know, how can we learn and grow and how can we be um, conscious of how Mm -hmm. people in our family are and Mm -hmm. and knowing our limits Mm -hmm. and and knowing each other's limits and right. um but specifically just really wanting to have a routine have a structure that we all felt good with knowing moving forward through some you know it only gets more and more challenging as each year passes and there's going to be more challenging topics to talk about and there's mm-hmm. going to be harder things to talk about so it was like okay well let's do this now right well Still in elementary school, mm-hmm. so gearing up for middle school and, mm-hmm. you know, wanting them to feel empowered mm-hmm. for themselves to say, oh, like I made that choice. And it was the one that I wouldn't have made yesterday, but I made it today. And it makes me feel good yeah. to know that I have these choices and mm-hmm. I have these tools to communicate now. Mm-hmm. The word empowered is something that you've said multiple times today already. And um, I think about that and even just now looking at it a year, a year later, almost. um, 
the decision that you made to change the circumstances that you could change while the world shut down and you sure you know the the circumstance you know and Mm -hmm. so just if you could speak to our audience about that because i know that um you know many people listening will either say you know there we have plenty of time to wait or they can feel trapped in this experience you know we'll we'll just see how this plays out you know so Mm -hmm. so can you share more about what led you to make that decision and um you know, why, what had you tried already to, you know, where, where that felt um, necessary at that point? Yeah, absolutely. Um, to go back to the why, um, I think I was definitely the driving force when I found you on the internet. <laughs> and, um, just remembering my own childhood, remembering mm-hmm. being highly sensitive, empathic child, and feeling, not knowing what the word was then, but I felt very disempowered every day. And my parents, I I am very blessed to have two remarkable parents. I mean, I could not ask for better parents. And I just kept thinking to myself, this program, had my parents known about this when I was a child, they would have jumped right on board, knowing that it would have helped, even Mm -hmm. in, wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to me, inner child Carissa, like, oh my <laughs> gosh, like my parents had this. So yeah. um, really that the time is now, like if mm-hmm. you know that you're experiencing these challenges and you know, you're getting recommendations for different sorts of therapy or your child has ADD or ADHD, but it's really your intuition as a parent is saying, this doesn't really fitting though. Like this mm-hmm. doesn't feel, and it's not a denial thing, but there's just something saying it's something else. And even if it is that, but there's something else too. Um, right. And personally, from my own experience, I can say that your program and the way that you I'm going <laughs> to, it's just the, the word of the day, but empower the way that you empower not only children, but parents. Mm-hmm. It's almost like as you're going through the program, you're also nurturing your own inner child and you're kind of slowly healing some of these things from your childhood that you may not even be aware of. Yeah. But do that, that in and of itself is helping your child. Mm-hmm. And then you get all of this wonderful training on top Mm -hmm. of um so if i mean if there are people out there that are on the fence and they're just like oh my gosh this is an investment um yes of course anything worthwhile whether it's in yourself and your family and business the investment if you know that it's something that you're needing it's Mm -hmm. it's going to pay and it's going to pay tenfold i mean Mm -hmm. i knowing what I know now going through everything that we've been through in your program, I mean, I would have immediately just like in two seconds been like done. It will get figured because it's not just the moment that you're living in right now, but it's the months and the years in the future. And when I kept envisioning what my life with my husband and my two daughters was going to look like, you know, when they're in middle school, when they're in high school, when they go off and they're going to live their own lives and you know possibly get married and possibly have children in the future and what do i want our family unit to look like mm-hmm. and all i kept saying is i want us to be close i want us to remain close i want us to have these beautiful connections and more importantly i wanted my two daughters to always have each other's backs but in a really beautiful um different kind of way of, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it was always very important that, you know, we don't want our daughters to have competition with, with each other or right. always very aware of how we're communicating with them and them knowing that we love them equally. And yes, they're mm-hmm. different, but very special. Um, and, you know, really wanting to nurture that as mm-hmm. they, and mm-hmm. that, challenges that we were having didn't fester and then grow. And then before we knew it, they're in middle school and they don't want anything to do with each other. Like that, that thought really was sitting in my chest Mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, 
we, we just have to make a change. Um, yeah. And specifically to your point with COVID, um, I looked at it as anytime I feel really out of control in my life or that I don't have control over anything at all, it's always been really important to me to go back to the very small things that I can control. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, it was, you know, okay, I can control, you know, the thoughts that I'm having. I can choose the behavior or the reaction that I'm having. I can sign up for this course and mm -hmm. know that I'm going to be stuck in our house, you know, 24 seven with two young children, yeah. uh, knowing that if we didn't do something else, that it was going to continue in the same way. And that thought was way scarier yeah. than trying something new. Yeah. Um, and knowing that I would at least gain something. Mm -hmm. uh, and I gained so much more than I ever imagined. So, mm -hmm. um, and I do just the last thing with, you know, me being really highly sensitive. My yeah. husband, um, he's highly sensitive in the way, you know, like more on subtle ways. Where yeah. mine is proof, his is more on the subtle, like borderline end. Um, so, for those of you like my husband and I, where we are different in the way that we process things, or if you have a spouse that's, you know, more like Jimmy with his thinking of like, um, you know, this is the way we do things and the stir and then me very flighty. Um, I just want to say that, you know, oftentimes <laughs> as couples or as caregivers, we often do like the opposites attract sometimes or. Yeah. And, and specifically in the way that we process things and the way that we handle things. So I can speak to that, that if there are a couple there that process things very differently, especially on the parenting front, that um, like we were here and then now we're like, hey, like I see yeah. you. Nice. I understand mm -hmm. why you feel that way rather than being so defensive of like, well, my way is better or, you yeah. know, this is way yeah. it should be. Um, and just to help balance those energies out mm -hmm. and oh, we're communicating in a different way mm -hmm. that the children are seeing. Yeah. And that alone has helped <laughs> unfold. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that I think I hit everything that you asked. I can't remember. Yeah, I asked though. a bunch of questions at once. <laughs> Threw it at you. That's okay. <laughs> well, I want to speak specifically because when we think about the tenfold um, experience you've had, hmm. we hear a lot about the change in your relationship with Jimmy and feeling like you're on the same page, knowing that you're on the same page, right? Seeing that result in the children. When you came here, both girls being highly sensitive were experiencing three meltdowns a day at times um, together. So that's six. <laughs> Let's do the math. What were you envisioning was going to happen if you didn't change, right? Because you, you, you alluded to that, having that picture of this is how I want my family to look Ooh. like. But yeah. what I see in my future is the opposite. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, if I'm being honest, it, it, it looked very dark. Um, you know, with my own journey, like I've had health challenges mm -hmm. with auto and anxiety and depression. So for me, it was also this, um, wanting something better for my children. Like, you know, each generation, we just keep learning and we keep getting better. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was just really wanting to do my part to mm -hmm. be able to look at my kids when they get older mm -hmm. and I know I've made mistakes, but really feel like I intentionally gave it a hundred percent, even though I've made mistakes and I'm human and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. um, but it did, it looked, it looked really dark. It looked mm -hmm. like me possibly going on an antidepressant, which yeah. I was resistant to. But at that point, I really just felt, you know, I wasn't sleeping. Mm -hmm. They were having meltdowns. It was just constant crisis mode of, um, you know, my oldest is more similar to how I am with being highly sensitive, mm -hmm. you know, being an empath, being highly sensitive, really taking on the energies of other people. So her and I, 
you know, it was a very drastic form of, you know, any small thing going on in the house felt ginormous to us. Um, and then sometimes Brielle, our youngest one, and Jimmy being able to empathize, but not really understanding why things yeah. were yeah. so much bigger for the two of us. Yeah. Uh, so really just needing it. It was like, I, I really can't go on living this way anymore. And um, yeah, it, it did. It looked really dark. It looked like mm -hmm. you know, us kind of all going off in different directions of like, okay, mom's over there. Dad's over there. The girls are somewhere else. And it, mm -hmm. it just really sad to me. And yeah. I just didn't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. And that felt like the direction it would have gone in. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So how did you find me? You mentioned you found me on the internet. How did that happen? Um, I, you <laughs> know what? I, divine intervention, maybe. I, I was just like, you know, I was just scrolling on Facebook. And one day I said, what is this? Who is, <laughs> who is this Megan with two Gs? I love the two Gs. Remember, you know, just kind of like really, really silly. But, um, and then I clicked on it. And Jimmy just being uh, my husband, my poor husband, I swear. Like, yeah. I am so a straight shooter. I am so <laughs> in the air. And, you know, I came to him one day. I was like, hey, I was on Facebook. I found this woman. She does this coaching for highly sensitive children. I think we should sign up. And he's just looking at me like, what? <laughs> you know? I said, you know, I really don't think traditional therapy is going to do anything family. I know it serves its purpose. Mm -hmm. um, there's a time and place for everything, but specifically mm -hmm. for our family, I'm not, I think therapy is wonderful. <laughs> specifically yeah. for the four of us as a family, I just felt like I was reading through your page and I was just like, yes, this is resonating. There has to be a reason why I clicked on her and it was okay. just like, when I like, I, you know, just intuitive, like, I know, I know, like, this is yeah. something different. And I really felt that because it was that different, that it was going mm -hmm. to, because our family felt so different. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's so many families out there that feel the same way. Like, oh my gosh, like no one understands my family. Like I feel so mm -hmm. alone. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, just feeling judged, maybe, you know, we're judging ourselves. We feel judgment mm -hmm. and just not wanting to feel shame around just wanting help for yeah. our kids for ourselves. So yeah, I, I found you on Facebook and, yeah. and it was a big yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. So what were you skeptical about? Or we can talk about Jamie's skepticism too. Um, I'm sure yeah. all day. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, a dose and I need that. I need that. Yeah. I don't that at all so yeah um yeah. It's a honestly, good balance you guys balance each other up we really do it's mm -hmm. um i i mean honestly i really <laughs> i did not personally have any skepticism like i said just mm -hmm. into something about just seeing your face mm -hmm. reading about your program and for me it was a big yes like i just mm -hmm. when i know i know um, and you know, I'm, yeah. I'm smiling so hard because I'm thinking like it, it took Jimmy five years to propose to me and, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> I joke with him and it wasn't like he didn't know, he's <laughs> methodical, very thought out, um, <laughs> completely pro and you're laughing cause he's just like you, you're like, yeah, I totally get Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's really great because mm -hmm. I think that's the way he processes things. So he had questions and um, and his questions were valid. You mm -hmm. know, like, hey, Carissa, well, like, how long is this? Yeah. What's the investment? What exactly mm -hmm. does it entail? Mm -hmm. um, so of course, like, he had really valid questions and valid points. Um, and I think even though he was a little skeptical, he was really at his breaking point, too. So mm -hmm. it, Really, that quickly overshadowed any skeptical thoughts he had. I think for him more, it was more of like, 
you know, the woo-woo stuff of like the mindfulness or the, mm -hmm. um, and it's not really, it's not that out there, but for him, yeah, you know, well, what do you mean I have to practice mindfulness? Like, what exactly does that mean? <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I'm like, yes, this is amazing. Like, this is <laughs> why we signed up for Megan, because like, these are the things that we need in our family. Um, but again, his skepticism was more of just needing the answers to his questions before mm -hmm. it was, yes, okay, definitely we'll do this. Um, also knowing that I felt so strongly about it, that we were going to be doing this, but it was really important for mm -hmm. me. We're mm -hmm. on the same page. It was just like, yeah. you know, I, I really know that I want to do this and I really mm -hmm. think it's good, but if you're not going to be all in with me, it's really going to be a waste of time because we're a family and this is what mm -hmm. we're trying to accomplish is, mm -hmm. you know, having some sort of new system and new ways and tools to help our family. Mm -hmm. Um, so I really did put it on him of like, I'm all in, but it's not going to just be me doing this. Like you need yeah. to participate. And, mm -hmm. um, but he did, he really did see the value in it. And he, he was also really committed to, to, mm -hmm. we both were just at that breaking point. So yeah, it really did overshadow any skepticism he may have had. I love that because the, the word overshadow, right? Mm -hmm. Um, we think about the difference between intuition and fear. Now you're an intuitive coach, so like we can go off on this tangent all day. <laughs> but for the for the parents listening in, what I want to focus on is the difference between a gut, yes, we have to, mm -hmm. this is a thing we need to do, and fear of like the yes but. Yeah, but what if? Yeah, but what if? Yeah, but what if? Like that's anxiety. That's fear. Mm -hmm. And and what I hear from you guys is that you let your your pro, pro, sorry, your objective right? Mm -hmm. Of where you wanted your family to go to rule your decision making process. Yes. And so as much as Jimmy and I are more straight shooters of like, okay, let's go, let's make this happen. Efficiency is a high value of ours in how we communicate, mm -hmm. <laughs> which might come off as like blunt. <laughs> what is it. also, it's necessary, right? It's necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, necessary in context of working with more than one person in humanity, right? Mm -hmm. So what's what's necessary about that is that you can ask the question and you can feel certain in your answer when you listen to your intuition. And so the difference between noticing skepticism and allowing skepticism to rule the roost, right? Mm -hmm. And so Jimmy asked the questions, yeah, but how is this going to work? Yeah, but what is this, right? All the yes, buts were asked rather than waited upon or mm -hmm. didn't, you know, didn't even book the call as a result, right? So yeah. I hear that he rested in your certainty as well, that he trusted that you knew what you were um, doing because you, you know, just most parents, there's, you know, in two parent households, there's one parent who's doing more research than the other. Um, and, you know, knows, has different perspective, et cetera. And he heard, he listened to you. Yeah. He heard you. He Which is that. very important. And I, 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 too, as you were talking, I just wanted to hit on, um, it was coming up that the, the investment piece too. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I hear this in my, you know, in other ways too, for other people, but, oh, like, that investment, it, it feels too big. It feels too scary. Mm -hmm. On the flip side of that, when you're mm -hmm. making investment and it's mm -hmm. in a really important way, whether it's in yourself or your family, mm -hmm. to me, it was that final seal of I'm making mm -hmm. this investment. And now that I've made this investment, I need to put in this work. Right. <laughs> because yeah. we just did this for ourselves. So there was really no way out after that. Yeah. Okay. We're either going big or I don't know where we're going because our family's falling Can't go apart home. right now. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so it just... Go big or go big, right? Everything yeah. we do here at MTC is purposeful. <laughs> so I just want to say, too, that's considering that mm -hmm. this personally for our family has been the best investment we've ever made on our family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's not a quick fix. Mm -hmm. The lifelong tools 
that you're going to use every day. And Jimmy and I will sometimes laugh at each other because, you know, we're using your language and we're doing robot talk and, you know, this is the time for dinner. Like now it's time (laughs) away. And, you know, we're just smirking, but it works. Like, and it's almost ingrained in us now in a way that Mm -hmm. we could never go back because Mm -hmm. there's no choice to ever go back to that place. You know, Mm -hmm. it's evolving and, um, and of course life happens and there's things that, you know, there's new challenges, but Mm -hmm interesting because I feel like as that has happened it's like we hit the pause button and we go okay but let's go back a minute and okay so how could have we just done that it's almost like we're we're re-coaching and reparenting ourselves along the way yeah that's so important that Mm -hmm. not only are kids feeling more empowered but we're continuing to feel more Mm -hmm. empowered and as these bigger and scarier things are coming at us Mm -hmm. It's really this sense of um, peace of knowing that I have the tools now, but not only yeah. do I have tools, I know how to use them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It's that second piece. It's not just like, <laughs> yeah, I meditated or, oh, yeah, I did this exercise. It's like, yeah. no, you have it. But then you know how to use it. Oftentimes, I feel like you read a book or you take a course, like it's like blah, 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 blah. You're teaching, teaching, teaching. And then half the time you put something down, you're like, wait a minute, how do I actually do that? Right. (laughs) That part is so important. Um, So important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Breaking it down at a granular level, right? Because the, the, I mean, if you, if you put a recipe together and you use like, I'm not a baker, effectively, I'm not an effective baker, I should say. <laughs> My mom is a baker. I'm not a baker. But like if you put the wrong kind of, I'm going to like mess this up, the me- the metaphor. <laughs> you put baking soda in instead of baking powder, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's different than what we're talking about. We're talking about this specific kind of baking powder in this specific kind of situation uh, is what you're supposed to use because of this overarching principle, right? And uh, so when you think about tips and tricks parenting, that's not what we do no and I I mean we've all been there any any parent of a highly sensitive child or if we're highly sensitive we've been there and it's really it just doesn't fit with our children it does not yes it works wonderfully for other children and those are the families that should use that but for Mm -hmm. us um and it's also this really beautiful thing to and it's interesting along the way of going through your course like I had my like I broke down a lot in tears mm-hmm. but they were my own healing moments of oh my gosh like I just put this together that this is something that I have had since I've been a child that I've been hanging on to mm-hmm. and almost parenting myself in the way that I, you know, needed back then mm-hmm. that my parents loved to, but just didn't yeah. have the tools. So exactly. it's really, oh, it's such a beautiful thing. And to show my daughters that not only are we helping them to feel empowered, but look at my mom, like yeah. confidence has changed just my whole being. Like I've completely elevated in version of myself that it makes me so happy that my children get to see their mom mm-hmm. in the way of like my faithfulness is able to come out more and, mm. you know, not feeling anxious all the time and then feeling my anxiety. And it's just freedom. It's empowerment. It's liberating. And to have them see that now and then them also get to experience it in childhood. Yes. Not- or a grown woman right. that, oh, I'm so excited to see what the future has, even just in the next couple of years of mm-hmm. really owning who they are already. You know, my oldest, you know, she has a lot of the same gifts that I have. And I felt so mm-hmm. disempowered as a child. And to see her think it's such a beautiful, amazing thing, mm-hmm. nothing better as a parent mm-hmm. to see and see themselves in that way yeah so beautiful it's amazing so 
because it's not just about mental health, right? It's about overall the family's physical, emotional, spiritual growth trajectory impacted when you change the way that you parent your highly sensitive child. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that impacts your ability to show up as a parent in all sorts of ways as well. Um, you know, in your marriage, as we are already seeing in your careers, et cetera, we see those results for families as well. Just being able to take this off your plate as a thing, right? You were saying you guys just automatically help the kids come to dinner. Yes. It's no longer a thing. Um, it? Yeah. Um, and that's how I parent at this point, right? Just learning the skills and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and gr- not in grad school, after grad school. <laughs> um, but with my kid, I'm like brushing my teeth and I just, you know, acknowledged her needs. And I don't even remember what I said because it was so automatic. Yes. Right? And you're just really like, beautiful. oh, you know, we can multitask and do the, do the skin and do it skillfully. <laughs> so yeah. it allows you to live. It allows you to live. Um, and I yeah. feel like everything needs to happen in a certain order. When we think about like hypervigilance. I want to talk about that if you're willing to talk about, um, you know, because being highly sensitive and and having a strong intuition and strong tap into your intuition before we work together. I can imagine a lot of your responses to your girls were based on your intuition of what they needed. But then also, you know, we talked about the dichotomy of feeling drained. Yes. And mm-hmm. so... A lot of that comes from being hypervigilant around trying to hold it all, right? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. So what happened right away when you knew that there was a system and a method and that there was a way to, like, um, reduce that level of feeling like you had to always be on? That was really one of the first steps mm-hmm. when we, for me personally, and that first step of releasing the weight mm-hmm. was um, like out of body for me to the mm-hmm. point where it was just like, wow. Like, and it wasn't just as a parent, but again, like I had mentioned, just thinking back to my childhood and then all of these things that I had been up through up to that point and really always being the child, you know, the preteen, the adult that carried the weight for everyone always. Yeah. So that really came to a head in parenting mm-hmm. because it's not something that I can just go put over there or repress down here right. because I'm literally with them mm-hmm. all the time time (laughs) they're not going away (laughs) so it was i would say it was just like it cracked me open in the most Mm. beautiful way because that was really the the entry point of really taking ownership of the fact that i too am a human Mm. like hey girl i am not some like (laughs) You know, we would all love to be like some goddess creature, but this, (laughs) these ridiculously high expectations I had for myself as a mom, because, well, you know, what would go through my mind is, well, you're highly sensitive. You're an empath. You, you know, all of this, like you should know how to parent Mm -hmm. highly sensitive children. Mm -hmm. And pressure was suffocating of, you know, the the failure I felt of how do you not know how to parent these two little girls? These little girls are you at that age? Like the shame that I felt around that was Mm -hmm. profound. Mm -hmm. Um, So starting to work with you really just, it melted away that shame Mm -hmm. and it was sense of, okay, I'm human. Mm -hmm. Who cares if you're highly sensitive? Who cares if you're this? Like you're Mm -hmm. still human. Mm -hmm. You're, relatively a new mother mm-hmm. <laughs> and even if I'm not a new mother it's always evolving you know yeah. just because you've been a mom for x amount of years doesn't mean mm-hmm. you're gonna solve thing and nor should you though not it's not for you to solve mm-hmm. rather than give your children the tools so then they can go out and do these things for themselves so 
yeah, it was it it was really profound for me to let that go. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, you know, I will still remind myself from time to time when I'm starting to get into that critical mode of, oh well, and, and it's quickly silenced. Like I quickly mm-hmm. know that now to be like, you know what? Well, I just had um, you know cramps yesterday. I had a headache. In my best form yesterday, and you mm-hmm. know what? That like right. <laughs> that right. was the best I could do yesterday. Today is exactly. a different day. Yeah. Um, and just being able to take that pressure off myself, yeah, completely transformed everything else that came after. Mm-hmm. Used to, mm-hmm. it really does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also being able to apologize to my children in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the second piece to it. It wasn't, um, I'm sorry, mommy yelled at you. It turned in from, I'm sorry, mommy yelled at you to, um, mommy was feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. because you were fighting. And although that was not a reason to yell at you, mommy feeling that well, way, it, it came out of my body as a yell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, and saying that was not the appropriate response. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, but not just saying a blanket, I'm sorry, but really letting them know that that was a trigger for mommy and not to put any weight on them. And it, there's no responsibility on them, but it's just letting them know that I am a human yeah. and I get frustrated. And right. um, the more that I did that and continue to do that, it's just quick. It's like this quick thing now of, you know, number one, the yelling is happening a lot less. Mm-hmm. We're having more meaningful conversations where we're all actually hearing each other. Right. Um, and also teaching the girls to communicate with each other of, you know, what are your trigger points? Okay. You mm-hmm. know, your trigger for her. Mm-hmm. So just be aware of it. It's mm-hmm. not up to you to change something. It's just an awareness of right. this how we all operate and how to honor each other and, you know, have some grace for each other to say, okay, my sister needs a moment. I'm just going to go in my room and just like, let her, you know, work this out for a minute. Um, and take that need off of all of us to feel the need to fix and help each other all the time. (laughs) Yes. Carissa, what came to me when you were speaking was, you as an empath are teaching your girls how to manage their empathy mm-hmm. and to grab the reins on it, right? Like think about growing up as an empathic child and feeling like that isn't um, isn't a weakness. Mm. And, um, yeah, I just love hearing what you had to say about that because what it, what it is when we think about empathy and being an empath as a gift, right? There's two, those are two different things. All humans have the ability to grow empathy, yeah, um, and act on it. But mm-hmm. and then highly sensitive kids are more prone to empathy and experiencing it, but they don't know how to act on it. And then empaths have feel the feelings of other people and so Mm. when you mix the two the latter two together there's an extra level like you know why empowerment has been the theme of today's conversation there's Mm. an extra level of disempowerment because you're taking on the emotions of other people yes and what you what we see you were able to do is put a container on your emotions and your empathy for other people and so that you can teach your girls to do the same thing and they can act on their empathy rather than feeling that their empathy is acting for themselves for them mm-hmm. yeah and it, it's been so helpful and of course moments but yeah. um and I would have loved to learn how to do that at a younger of just knowing that it's okay to mm-hmm. not know how to necessarily fix a situation mm-hmm. that sometimes people need to feel anger. Sometimes they need to feel sad. 
And it's not our job to try to take that away from the other person, but rather validate what they're going through mm-hmm. and meet back up with them if they want to have a conversation or if they want a hug. Um, so it's it's been really beautiful to see, especially during this weird pandemic time. Um, and the two of them being together a lot. I mean, they're yeah. literally together <laughs> basically if, if they're not sleeping, they're together. Um, and the way that they've been able to communicate um, on a deeper level or having that understanding has been really beneficial. Uh, the whole household, but especially for each other to know those limits and there's mm-hmm. some time. And, you know, during those times too, it's been interesting because Jimmy and I will take each of them separately to have some of that still have that individual time um and then also honoring each other's space when we need it Mm -hmm. um of the four of us sometimes just going in our own direction so that Mm -hmm. way we can have a family game night or have a family movie um whereas before it was like oh no we all we have to be together we have to be together and it's like no we don't um, if Cadence says, you know what, I, I really just need some alone time. Okay, honey, go read it, read in your room. And letting her sister know that it's okay that your sister needs alone time. And we're yeah. going to honor her face right now. Mm-hmm. Just like you will need that at some point in the future too. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, if you don't need alone time, you know, you can come to Target with mommy and we can go get our supplies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then getting some alone time in that way. Um, so, yes, it's it's been really, really helpful to have them understand more about themselves. Yeah. That's really the best way to explain it. You know, <laughs> prior to your course, I would kind of go off on these tangents with them of, you know, well, you're highly sensitive and it's such a beautiful gift and it's a gift and it's a gift and it's your superpower. And they would just look at me like, okay, mom, like what the heck does that even mean? You know, like, <laughs> me just wanting them to like, don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad about it. <laughs> because I feel bad about it. Right. Exactly. I was just going to say that I felt bad about it for my whole childhood. Yeah. Please don't do the same thing. Don't repeat history. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So to actually just be able to not just like, like, like say words at them, but to actually have them understand now. And now. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so much more valuable. <laughs> <laughs> thinking of it, I'm like, what? Those poor kids when they were little, they're probably looking at me like, what are you talking about, mom? <laughs> uh, What's this jibber jabber? <laughs> <laughs> so bring us up to speed more about where you are today when we think about being able to you know be home have the girls go to virtual school um what what are you able to do on a daily basis that you weren't able to do before um breathe (laughs) i mean and i mean that very seriously um of not like i just felt like i was constantly holding my breath Mm. like you to drop every day and how mm-hmm. many times today and now <clears throat> excuse me i i feel so much more empowered as a parent mm-hmm. i i am implementing my own rules since i am home with them most of the time of these are the certain things we're getting up we're making our bed we're getting dressed mm-hmm. we're breakfast we're brushing our teeth we're getting ready for school i am much more on top of the routine mm-hmm. which is really important mm-hmm. for, for anyone but especially for highly sensitive people mm-hmm. to have a system so that they feel um in control of what is going to happen at certain points of the day and then mm-hmm. go a little off kilter throughout the day it's so much easier to course correct in the sense mm-hmm. of, oh, that's okay. You dropped that and broke it. No big deal. Like that all happens instead of it being like this huge meltdown mm-hmm. because they're just up here from the moment they wake up. And also knowing all of our limits, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we'll know our limits now mm-hmm. and 
thing that was important for me too, because I often would push myself past my limit. Like that's something I would continuously do to myself. Um, So me knowing my limit and then being able to communicate with the girls what their limits are. So they're starting to learn more and more about their own personal limits. And that's when you see Cadence say, I need a minute by myself. Mm -hmm. My energy right now, I'm not need some time to recharge. Mm -hmm. Having more of the dialogue with each other, but the, the limits I found have been so important of, you know, screen time limits, Mm -hmm. sugar intake limits, um, not having anything with dye, um, making sure that we're eating our three meals, um, which sounds silly, but for us, when our blood sugar drops or we're hungry, things get crazy around here. Um, it's just like that, the, the hunger overrides their responses. So Mm -hmm. making sure that they're eating, um, you know, somewhat close in time that they, Mm -hmm. they would each day. Um, making sure that, you know, if they're having snacks that, you know, maybe only one has sugar. Um, Mm -hmm. and again, it sounds like seemingly simple things, but if you're not aware of it and you're just kind of on autopilot, sometimes these things just, you completely lose track of. Right. Um, So, you know, having that schedule, having that routine, learning, um, you know, the, the expectations of the house of, you know, and they're really, and I mean, expectations in the sense of there's just some things that we're going to do because it's teaching you responsibility, like making your bed, helping them to the dishwasher. Now that they're getting older, um, making sure that their beds are made, that their rooms are picked up. Like these are things that are just going to help create high functioning adults in society. Yes. Yes. There's these things, um, and before, you know, I was definitely laxed on that because I was just so out of control with everything, with parenting, with my sleep, and it. So now that I am in check, like that stuff is staying consistent with me, and the more consistent I am, the more consistent the kids are, and that they know, oh, I can't get away with that anymore, mom. You know, no, I can't ask her that anymore because it's going to be no. Um, and maybe that's not a thing for other parents, but for me, that was a thing of me and uh, it makes me like grind my teeth because it kind of drives me nuts to think that I was a little too easy. Like it's not, you know, we, we don't always like to see the ways in which we need help, but I severely needed help in that way of feeling empowered, knowing my worth as a mother Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm that this is just how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And and with that, of course, there's always some leeway. You know, you eat your mm-hmm. dinner, and up, of course, you can have dessert. But yeah. if you're not going to eat your dinner, you're not having dessert. Like mm-hmm. there's no, there's no buts about it. Like mm-hmm. that's, and so all of these seemingly small things, when you add them up all together, it has our household so much more calm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the room even though for me sometimes it's painful because I really I I love sometimes like even though I need it I know I do like I need routine so much but you know the inner Aquarian child in me is just like (laughs) I am so rebellious so it's been an interesting ride however um it's been so important and now when Jimmy gets home from work he comes in and it's not like he's opening the door, like, oh my gosh, what am I walking into? Like even his energy is more calm because even if something may have happened, he comes in like feeling confident that like, okay, like this is gonna be good. We're gonna eat dinner, we're gonna do bedtime. It's not gonna be screaming. You know, bedtime is so much more efficient now. It's upstairs, brush your teeth, go to the bathroom, hop in bed. We each swap kids every night, and for us, that works. Um, yeah. Brielle's sleeping through the night most nights now. Awesome. Um, so, I mean, from where we were and how far we've come in like a little over than a year is 
Um, I mean, without your program, I know for sure that full remote learning, being home with these two kids all the time for over a year now, it would have looked vastly different mm -hmm. had not learned the tools that we did in your course. I mean, I know that for certain. Like, there's mm -hmm. no, um, like I'm sitting here with you and the two girls are upstairs together and they have been quiet playing for an hour now. <laughs> and I even heard them a few times. There was a little argument. I heard them and nice. figured it out themselves. That's it. That's into it. War. You know, We're not talking about raising robots here. We're no, talking about can, raising children yeah. who can creatively solve their problems yeah. without adults <laughs> all the time. They were working it out. I was like, this is That's... amazing. Like, I don't have to feel the need to constantly interject that yes. they're learning these skills and they can communicate how they're feeling with each other without killing one another. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. It's mm -hmm. Massively huge. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I remember coming in, you would describe them as oil and water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, that feels cliche for siblings, but not all <sighs> siblings are like that, right? And and so for your girls, that was it. Like, the, they couldn't be together, but they wanted to be together all the time. <laughs> so you were always on. And then yes. Jimmy was, was, was frequently feeling like he had to come in and rescue. Yes, and, that, and that's not a fun feeling either. For anybody? No. Um, and even for Brielle, she's our youngest, um, and she was really having a lot of anger and just acting out and hitting, and that is gone. Yeah. I mean, awesome. you know, I can't remember yeah. the last time something like that has happened. Um, and now when she gets angry, she's very expressive with her face. You know that she is angry. Um, so she'll stomp it out. She'll, yeah. she'll growl. Like she'll... <laughs> She'll do all these various things, but she's communicating. I am angry at you because mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. is amazing for her exactly. to be, do not run over and just clock you on the head. No. But really be so angry in the moment. And like, you can see her anger. Like you can visibly see it. And, That's it. You know, like when you say that to me and I didn't mm -hmm. like I mean, what an amazing tool. I mean, I, I mean, as a feeling her feelings in the moment and then communicating them in order to advocate, right? So it's yes. not just about the age appropriate expression, right? Mm -hmm. Growling for a seven year old age appropriate within reason, <laughs> right? But <laughs> within frequency, right? Taking that into account. But what she's doing next is saying what she wants instead and asking for it rather than demanding it, rather than, you know, hiding away from it or not saying anything. Or, you know, obviously physical aggression being the first means of, uh, of communication, right? So she feels capable of creatively solving her problems, of effectively solving her problems. Mm -hmm. That's what we see for her now. Awesome. Yeah. And, and we were really worried. We were extremely worried so yeah. just to see the the stark contrast and because for all of our kids like we know the future is so bright and we mm -hmm. we want to be able to show up in the world as they are who they are and you know ignite those gifts that they each have but in a way that's empowering that's not going to leave them you know either in relationships that are really toxic for them yeah. or, you know, in a job that they really don't love or like, there's just all of these different scenarios. Mm -hmm. Like you described that I really wholeheartedly believe the more we not only give them these tools, but help them to implement them now, like the future is so bright as adults because they're going to be able to have the confidence in themselves to know and trust themselves in situations. Mm -hmm. um, so it just brings me so much peace to know that, of course, there's going to be challenges like parenting is a ride. It's a journey. But um, the future just feels so bright and so full of hope. Mm -hmm. uh, knowing, knowing, still knowing that we're going to have challenges, but it just yeah. feels and so hopeful for both of them and for us as a family. That certainty that you have now is um, resting for you. It is. 
And just to add to one last thing, my we um, took the kids, my parents, my, my dad built, he's a carpenter and he built this home many years ago. But it's just like this place that we just love so much. We've had so many special memories. And for, you know, a time, it was just like, oh, I don't want to go up because it's not going to be fun. Yeah. I've recently been able to bring them up. I just took them up by myself because I had a week off. Um, my mom and I, my dad was up there and we were up there for four full days. Amazing. Absolutely no meltdowns. I don't even think there were any arguments. Yeah. Like it was just, yep, sure. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Like setting the table, cleaning their plates, keeping the room clean. Bedtime was easy. Just the whole thing. And I just remember sitting yeah. on the couch, my parents just looking like, wow. Thank you for joining me on this episode of How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. We release a brand new episode every week, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with us at MTC, here's what I want you to do next. Head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call and book an appointment with our team. We'll get on the phone for about 60 minutes and we'll get you clarity on where you're stuck in parenting your sensitive child or teen what your goals are for supporting your child's development. And if we can help you, we'll get you started on knowing exactly what to do to eliminate that meltdown cycle. Eliminating the daily meltdown cycle does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped hundreds of clients from all over the world end that cycle in as little as eight weeks. So to see if we can help you do the same, head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call. I'm Megan Thompson. And we look forward to speaking to you soon.